Hello you, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm talking to my friend Paula, who is a human design projector. So last week I started with the generator type. I'm a generator, so that was an obvious place for me to start. And today I'm talking to a projector. So I have got two projectors in my household and another two in my immediate family. So I'm really getting to know and love the projector energy. Projectors are here to guide us. They are here to see our highest potential and see where we're using our energy and where we're not and to really help us make the most of that. So they come with a ton of wisdom, which they just want to share. Now, the trick for a projector Uh, is to wait for an invitation. And that can be hard for any of us, right? Any of us who have got some wisdom, we've seen something we want to share, can be really hard to wait. So Paula will be sharing a little bit more about that during our interview. And if at any point you want to get on a human design unpack with me, I'll share a link in the show notes. I will be talking to you as a projector is I'll be talking to you all about how you can wait for an invitation, what it means to do that and how to operate in the world so that you get the best and most meaningful invitations coming to you as well. So I would be delighted to do that with you if you want to hook up for an unpack. But in the meantime, why not listen to Paula's wise words in our interview. I'm going to share that with you right now. Hey, so welcome to today's video. Today's video is one where I'm going to be talking to a projector, all about what it's like to be a projector. And the one I have invited onto my screen is the lovely Paula Fairman. Paula's also a human design coach. And she's got the most wonderful Instagram, which I will link you into as well in the um, in the blog. So let's get Paula talking. Let's hear all about her. So Paula, in human design, you're a projector, right? So I want to find out from you a bit about what that's like. So tell me, how long have you been in your experiments or and known you're a projector? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, I found out that I was a projector before I started my experiment Um, because when I first found out about human design I'm kind of like a sucker for any kind of system that tells me more about myself because as you might know you might not know for the listeners projectors really easily see into others but sometimes can be a bit tricky to see yourself so hence I love all the Enneagram 16 personalities human design When I found human design, I think I stumbled across it on Instagram a while ago, maybe like around 2020, I'd say. I looked up my design, found out that I'm a projector, resonated with it heavily, but kind of just left it there because I hadn't understood that it's not just a system, but it's actually something that you're meant to experiment with. So I kind of just read all the little posts about what it's like being a projector and just left it there and then i really started with my experiment when i found our mentor emma emma dunwoody um and that must have been 
around beginning of this year, maybe end of last year. And that's when I dove in. So roughly, I'd say I've been in my experiment for about a year. And to answer your question, what was it like when I found out that I was a projector? I felt deeply seen um, because I know we all say that we somewhat feel different to the rest of the world, and we probably all do, but figuring out that I was a projector and that my energy worked different to others um, felt like coming home because I, I was a projector trying to live like a generator. I worked a lot. I studied a lot. I always tried to be the best in everything, especially coming out of university and school. And I'd already been at the point of burnout, not diagnosed, but pretty, pretty safely felt burnout twice. Um, so I already very early in my life realized, oh, this is what you're supposed to do in this world, but I don't think I can do it. <laughs> Shit, what do I do about this? <laughs> So when I then found out that I'm a projector and my energy works a bit slower, but more efficient, I felt relieved um, because I saw that there was another way for me and that nothing was wrong with me, that maybe even I was special in the way that everybody is special, you know, but now I had it on paper and I could confirm, oh, yeah. I do see easily into people. That's not something I've made up. That is actual, actually a strength. Oh, yeah, I do like guiding others. That's not me being bossy or me being a know-it-all. No, it's like part of my design. That was a long answer to a short question. <laughs> Wonderful. But I wanted to give you that little bit of context. Thank mm. you for letting me speak. Yeah, fabulous. That's what you're here for, Paula you're here to speak um yeah it's so important isn't it for a projector to be seen and to be recognized and I guess that seeing and recognizing yourself as well in that super important first step so I love that you've felt that it's certainly something I've seen in the projectors around me as well once they become aware yeah there was um, just a little story about being seen. Someone from our mastermind group messaged me, so that's a study group we're in, messaged me the other week and said, you have an open invitation to share your wisdom with me. And that was the first open invitation I had gotten phrased like this. Mm -hmm. And it felt so good. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I didn't expect this to feel so good, but it feels so amazing when someone um, around you says, you know what, I think you're really valuable and you invited to share your thoughts with me whenever, wherever. And I was like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. So, and for anybody who doesn't know, the one of the really key things about being a projector is to wait for an invitation. And so often we're taught to go get stuck in there, you know, go get what you want. Um, and we also want to share advice, right? We want to be like, oh, hey, I can fix your thing. I've got all the wisdom. And for a projector, that is completely the wrong way for them to go about using their energy. So really important for a projector to wait for that invitation, 
once they've got that invitation, once they've been seen and recognized, then their wisdom is just gold. It's absolutely gold. Um, yeah, again, I can see that in my husband. Um, he's a projector. And and for him, just knowing that he gets to sit back and, yeah, it's almost like, yeah, I get to relax and wait, right? And then bring the wisdom. And I love going calling on him for for that wisdom and you Paula as well Paula you have an open invitation to share your wisdom with me anytime <laughs> can yeah, I just say you're yeah. so wise I love that about projectors <laughs> okay so that's why I love about projectors but Paula what do you love about being a projector how is it serving you now that you are now that you know about it and you're leaning in what do you mm. love about it yeah I mean since I work with people um and as a life coach now a human design informed life coach it's really a gift that is incredibly helpful when working one-on-one with someone else because my clients will pour their heart out and usually i will easily be able to see what is the problem and i will also have um a handful ideas for the solution obviously i don't just my solutions on my clients but I will be able to guide them into that direction and that feels so valuable to me so valuable um it gets a little bit tricky when um a client when you feel like you see so obviously what's going on but the other person um has got no idea and might not want to go into that direction, for example, with shadow work or with deeper wounds or going back into past experiences or maybe even trauma. Um, You can meet a lot of resistance, but it's interesting, this dynamic, because with a client, you obviously do have this invitation. So I get to play around with pushing my clients towards what is good for them um, and being able to lean into maybe even those more painful parts of uh, their past to be able to move into a different kind of future. And I also love the, (laughs) I love the resting part. (laughs) I love that I have a permission slip to do less and achieve more. Uh, That feels incredibly generous to me. And I feel like sometimes I'm like, Oh, I've won the lottery. This is so cool. Um, especially because I spent, I'm 27 now the first, let's say maybe 22, three years of my life, um, pushing and pushing and pushing and doing and doing and doing. So it felt really good, um, to understand that I actually do something that is good for me if I do less. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's really powerful, isn't it? And again, we're just conditioned, aren't we? We, Most of us conditioned to work hard and it's lazy to to not be working hard. And for generators, right, that's great. We do work that lights us up and we can work hard all day. We've got that sacral power bank. And and for projectors, there just isn't that bank, is there? But if you're taught to be a, a generator type, but you're not, really exhausting. So yeah, I love it when you can lean back and go, no, this is not for me. I need the rest. That's correct for me. Yeah. And it's, you know what, I've grown up with two generators as my parents, Um, one generator brother, one projector brother. And 
there is this subtle energy in or has been growing up. There has been a subtle energy of you're not enough because you can't push like we can, like without ever saying that and bless my parents, they've done a great job, but there is without having this knowledge about how we're different, I understand that they would have looked at me and thought, what's wrong with her? Why does she not have as many interests as we do? Why does she not want to go pursue all these things? Why does she want to, um, I don't know, hang out in her bed and read books? What, what is wrong? Um, and being on the receiving end of that is uh, obviously painful. But having this knowledge now helps me to be super compassionate with them and me. Because, well, you, you just expect everybody around you to be kind of like you, more or less. <laughs> General functions, the general human mechanics, right? Oh, I mean, for sure. And I discovered last year, maybe, how long have I been in my experiment? 18 months. I discovered that my son's a projector um, with no energy centers at all. And bless him, for the first 15 years of his life, I've been trying to drag him around. Come on, we're going to go do stuff. That's what we need to do. We need to be doing stuff. And he just wasn't up for it. And I'm dragging him. And um, it's really amazing that I can now go, ah, okay, yeah. But in all of that time, Paula, what I can say is he has seen and he has been wise. He has always known what's what. He's always had that. And, um, yeah, I wish I'd learned that sooner for him. Um, but we, we learn when we learn, right? And, uh, yeah, amazing to have that awareness of how we're different how we can get the most out of each other. Mm. So one last question. Well, it might not be, we might have more, but let's go with one last question for now, which is, are there any challenges for you in being a projector? Mm, yes, absolutely. I mean, since I've got what we call a cross of limitation in, um, in human design, so my uh, the, the what I'm speaking about is the incarnation cross that's kind of related to our overall life's purpose. And as you hear the limitation in there, um, the challenge, you ask about challenge and I'm thinking, yeah, there's challenge everywhere, but it's also an opportunity. Um, and I think one of the biggest challenges in the beginning was this invitation piece, because my self-worth was, was relatively low and I, just felt so unseen and unheard by the people around me. I felt like I was, especially in my family, I had been saying things for years that just did not drop in because there was no invitation. And then somebody else walks along and says these things and suddenly everybody is like, oh yeah, of course. And that felt incredibly frustrating to me. And I had just created so many stories around why no one listened to me or why I'm not important or why I don't matter, so to say. So I guess building the self-worth first after years of conditioning myself to believe that I'm not really worthy, that was tricky. And then also it was tricky to wait for the invitation when I just felt like I've got something to say. And if you listened, we would both see that I'm worthy. <laughs> of course, that's not how, how it works, but 
that was the dynamic in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and what else is there that I find challenging? Well, it can be challenging depending on the chart. Every projector has probably more open centers than, let's say, I mean, I can't really make this generalization, but in my personal chart, I have a lot of open centers. I just have two defined centers and then the rest is undefined. So just in case people don't know what that means, the defined centers is where I generate my own energy and the undefined centers is where I absorb energy of others and amplify it and reflect it back. And especially in the beginning, I really identified with that energy that I absorbed from the others. And I felt like I couldn't get rid of it, even though I really wanted to. And that is something that I just recently mastered. Um, and it just takes some time. It takes some time setting the intention to realize it's not yours and then letting it go. And in the beginning, this intention was just, I was like, that doesn't just, it doesn't work like that. If I say it's not mine, I'm feeling it, it's uncomfortable, I want to get rid of it. Um, but um, yeah, I've, I've uh, figured it out now, but that was certainly challenging. Mm. Yeah, I can, I can resonate. I shouldn't be able to, as a generator, I don't have many centers defined either. So yeah, lots of energy taken in. Um, yeah, I think what I'll do, Paula, on, on some more of these videos is share more about centers, more about crosses, just more, more. So any questions that anybody's got while you're watching, just put them in the comments and I'll come back to, because there's so many different parts and it's a little bit hard to talk about it without talking about all the parts, isn't it? But mm -hmm. anyway. Anyway, this is still a, like such a useful topic, even just talking about type, isn't it? So even if we just find out type, then we can, yeah, learn so much. Um, so Paula, before we wrap up then, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Yeah, I, I like to wrap up the kind of conversations with three tips for people who maybe have found out that they are, they are a projector and what I think could be potentially important for them to look at. Um, just to kind of sum it up and give a nice giveaway or takeaway. Um, and I think the first and most important thing is work on your self-worth. Whatever it is that you got to do, if it's reciting affirmations if it's standing in front of the mirror and telling yourself that you're worthy and you're beautiful if it's hypnosis or i don't know whatever makes you feel worthy cooking yourself amazing meals and dressing like you're super worthy whatever it is lean into it and lean into it heavily um so much that you think it's too much <laughs> and my second tip or recommendation is to find somebody who sees you, um, whether that be another projector or a generator who listens really amazingly or just a friend, any type really, but 
find someone who sees you and who likes giving you that time to be seen as well because mm -hmm. you're probably walking around in the world spending a lot of time seeing others and uh, if you're not um, I don't want to say careful but if you're not actively focusing on getting that back you might end up just not getting it and it's this is also a really important part of feeling worthy in yourself of having that relationship where you're seen as well and then the last um the last tip i give is develop some sort of routine in which you're connecting with yourself and in which you're clearing out the energy of others and whether you want to sage whether you want to meditate whether you want to shower with the intention of letting go what you've held on to whether you want to somatically scream or move or shake or dance um, that's up to you but that's something that i found really really helpful in the process thank you so much paula i um, got my dog's about to start barking so it's really great timing really great timing thank you so much for being here today you might be back who knows so we talk about other things <laughs> I'd love to. But thank you. You have an open invitation, Paula. You're here anytime. Thank you. Thank so you, much. my love. Okay. I will see you soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that recording as much as I enjoyed my conversation with Paula. I'm sure you can tell. If you would like to listen to more, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can listen right along on Substack if you're subscribed there as well. I'd love it if you could rate and review me and share with a friend as well if you think this is just what they need to listen to. Okay, I will see you on the next podcast. Take care.